You are listening to Sick Biz Buzz with me, Hillary Jastrom. Welcome back to Sick Biz Buzz, the sickest podcast empowering chronically ill and disabled entrepreneurs and the only podcast of its kind. A quick shout out to our sister company, J Hill Marketing, today for allowing us to stay on the air. We'll just put it that way, right? Thank you for your support. And if you're looking to have your book edited, the company is rolling out a new division called Bookmark which is different than a publisher. The book editing division allows you to retain the rights of your book as well as it allows us to slash the price. Everything must go. No, it really, it it allows us to almost offer you a wholesale uh, book publishing deal because we're not publishing you. It's tricky, but it works. Anyways, we're not going to store cases of the books in in, uh, our garage or our office or anything like that. So, But we are now up into the 80s in terms of how many books we've edited. And uh, so we decided to roll out a division. So thank you, J. Hill Mark. My guest today is Candace Smiley, a multipreneur with the best name ever. Like you can't say it. Like, listen, Smiley, (laughs) right? She is just as lovely as her name. She operates a multitude of businesses, including Diva Zed Care. Mm-hmm. She is with Ziga International, which is a CBD company. And everybody listening knows that, like, I am crazy for CBD. Mm-hmm. Empowered women, as well as living in Edmonton. And I was poking around in that page, too. <laughs> it was all about living and loving. Hashtag Y-E-G, which I'm going to be asking, like, what the heck does that mean? Which is awesome. (laughs) She's helping people in that capacity as well. In addition to her personality, I was really struck by how what she is doing, dividing up her time in multiple businesses, really fits into what chronically ill and disabled entrepreneurs and remote workers need. Mm -hmm. She seemed like a shoe-in for Sick Biz Buzz. So please welcome Candace Smiley. Well, thank you, Hillary. It's an absolute pleasure to be on today. Oh, my goodness. I know. I feel like we just keep circling around each other. (laughs) I know. It's pretty awesome. (laughs) I'm so glad you're here. Um, You've just got a really unique approach to business. But before we get started, I have to know what YEG means because that's (laughs) driving me crazy. So YEG is actually the hashtag for our airport. So that's the Edmonton oh. International Airport. And it's a big deal up here. We hashtag, you know, Y-E-G. Anyway, it's a thing. So yeah, All that's right. where that comes from. It's a thing. I was like, is that like yeet? Because my daughter walks around. She's like, yeet. And like, I no. don't know what that even means or how do we spell it? You yeah, know, like. exactly. <laughs> so you are experienced in a number of things. And let's mm-hmm. just touch on the fact that you have multiple incomes rolling right now. Right now. And this seems to be kind of a trend, mm-hmm. but you picked up on this early. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about that. Well, I was actually really fortunate. Um, I grew up in an amazing home with parents who had an entrepreneurial spirit. They were farmers, right? So isn't that like, you know, the original, right? Yeah. (laughs) So they raised me. I was home educated. So education was a big deal, but not just education, teaching me some serious life skills. And so I feel like that base really opened up the door for me. My Mm -hmm. mom is a superhero, to be honest. She did everything. She was involved in everything. She took us to all of our, you know, classes, all of our sports, all of that stuff. And so for me, I feel like entrepreneurial, that mindset was ingrained early. And I don't even know that they consciously did that, but that's really where it started. 
it, it's just the possibility mm-hmm. of looking outside the normal scope and saying, I don't have to do this. I yes. don't have to go this way. Yes. I can invent my own life. You know, there's that's so powerful with kids, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Just to show them that yep. there's a different, you know, otherwise like, oh, mommy's going to go be a teacher for eight hours and have spitballs thrown at her face. Perfect. Exactly. <laughs> So that's where I got started. And um, I went to school, actually, I went to the University of Alberta here, I did a couple of years in uh, the nursing field, because I wanted to help people. That's really what drives me, Hillary, to be completely honest, is I want to help people. I find um, that is something I do without thinking about it. And sometimes, (laughs) you know, too much, right? Because I just want, I I see it and I want it. And so, but within two years, I realized that wasn't uh, where I wanted to be. And so I made a shift into uh, being my own boss. And I started that because someone said, well, what do you want to do? And I said, I don't know. I like doing this. I like doing that. And realized early on that I'm probably because of that upbringing I had, we were always involved in our community. I grew up in small town, Alberta. So, Mm -hmm. you know, everybody knows everybody. My grandmother was, you know, part of the Women's Institute right? So she would get together with community events. So long story short, I realized I had been bringing people together. And so I decided to be an event planner. Um, oh, right? Okay. So yeah. let's bring people together, connect. And and mm-hmm. that's really where, you know, the epic connector, you know, comes from. That's on a lot of my social media. And people say, what does that mean? I'm like, it means that when I enter into a conversation with you, I don't see a dollar sign above your head. I'm listening because I want to refer you to someone I possibly know, because I've realized it's not what you know, it's who you know, right? So this is, it's so true. And this, because that connection Mm -hmm. can make all Mm -hmm. the difference. You can literally go from zero to a hundred percent different lifestyle. Totally. From one connection. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So to that end, I got started as an event planner and I did what so many entrepreneurs do or want to be entrepreneurs, I should say. I got Mm -hmm. a website. I paid way too much for it. I got Mm -hmm. business cards made, paid way too much for those. Everything was really pretty and Mm -hmm. I had no idea how to get clients. Yeah. So, (laughs) so is this what, when you take people on now, because you're doing business coaching. So when you take people on now, you, you're switching that up. I mean, yes, you need to have media, you need to have branding and all those things, but are you advising them to start differently then? A hundred percent. So I went to a few business meetings and a a woman who I've ended up um, having her coach me, um, stunning woman, tells me the truth all the time, which is never a fun thing, but she tells me the truth all the time. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, uh, you don't have a business, you have a dream. And she says, you need to put some action behind it. And so I said, well, how do I do that? Because of course, I've already spent all this money and I need to bring some clients in. And she said, why don't you take out successful entrepreneurs and ask them for a cup of coffee? And, you know, buy them that cup of coffee and mm-hmm. ask them, you know, how to do this. Mm-hmm. And one of the very first women I took out for lunch, it made a, it was just life changing for me, Hillary, because we met in the middle of the day and she basically waved and said, you know what, you said you were going to buy coffee. Don't worry about it. I'll buy you a coffee and, you know, whatever you want on the menu. Her abundance mindset blew me away, right? Which I already had mm-hmm. the inklings of it, but I caught it. And I was like, she was probably about my age. I'm about 34. I think she was about there. And she said, I asked her, what's the number one piece of advice you'd give me? And she said, honestly, you need a network. Your net worth will take care of itself if you take care of your net work. And so she said, you need to find a good network marketing company. And from that, you will 
uh, build your network. They will give you a ton of free training. They will open up so many doors for you. And I said, I don't understand. And she said, that's exactly your problem. And so mm. that's actually one of the pieces of advice I give people now when I take them on for coaching is I say, find a good network marketing company and get tuned in. And they say, isn't that selling products and counterintuitive? And I say, no, 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 no. It's about connecting with people. And where else are you going to get the training to talk to people, to meet new people? The, you know, so that's really what started the multifaceted portion of it. Cause I'd been taught by so many people to focus. Um, and I've realized, you know, having run successfully multiple businesses, it's about when and where you put your focus, not that you just focus on one thing. And so that's really what started the whole multipreneur thing was. Well, that's amazing. Right. And I, I love the fact about find that network marketing company. I think that's an actionable step that people can take. And I'm sure there, there are people out there mm -hmm. going, I don't want to do that. <laughs> but the point is like, the point is that you're going to have the experience. So if yes. you're looking for the experience, you're mm -hmm. like, well, I'm starting here. I'm starting mm -hmm. with nothing. I mm -hmm. haven't built anything and I don't know how to talk to people. You get to screw up. Yes, you do. Right? <laughs> yes. 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 And I'm so glad that I took her advice seriously. It took me about a year of interviewing. Mm -hmm. um, and that mm -hmm. would be my next step for people is wow. inter yeah, interview. Um, so many people are used to um, not interview. I was interviewing. I said, okay, so what do I need to look for in a good network marketing company? Um, and, you know, side note, that's one of the reasons why I'm with ZGen, have been with them for almost eight years as I interviewed. I interviewed 12 companies before I settled on this one. Um, and so I just took the, you know, the branding that I'd put into my event company and applied it to finding, you know, something else because how you do one thing is how you do everything. So, so right? What would you ask them? <laughs> Definitely. One million percent. What would you ask them when you're interviewing? Give me a, give me like two questions you'd ask. Two questions. Well, that would be twofold. So number one, I would first do my research um, and mm -hmm. not just Google, but do some research on um, the name of the company and why they're having success, right? So dive into that. And for most mm -hmm. people, they have no idea what that means, but it's not, it's not about the products. There's great products in multiple different companies. So go beyond that. Look at who the leadership is. Do they have integrity? Integrity matters for me. It's a huge component of, you know, who I am um, because I grew up in that small town, right? So a handshake yeah. is still how we do business. So who is the leaders? Where are they going, right? What kind of track record do they have? And then timing. Timing is everything. And so I was looking for something that was between a five to seven year, you know, been around mark because I knew they weren't going to disappear next week. Um, yeah. And I could look back long enough and say, hey, I actually like where they're going. And they were young enough. I could, you know, make significant capital if I really got plugged in. Um, and if not, I knew that they'd be around for me to create a residual so that whatever time I was spending, I would be compensated for eventually, even if I switched my focus at some point. So those two questions. And then of the person that I was reaching out to, I reached out to local people in my community and said, who's your go-to this rep? Who's your go-to this rep? And then I would call them up, which is weird for network marketers. And internet network marketers are going to be like, oh my gosh, right? Yeah. You would love to get a call from a woman like me. <laughs> And I would say to you, I'm looking to join your company. Give me top two reasons why I should join your team. 
and I would listen for the same things. I would listen for integrity. I would listen for, and the person I ended up joining ultimately said, well, I'm not going to tell you too much about me because we should go for coffee and I'd like to look you in the eye and you need to look <gasps> me in the eye. Yeah, she played hardball, which is why she got me. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> I said, I love that because we were able to decide and she's, I want to know what your goals are. I want to tell you what mine are. And she says, you need to know that this is not going to be easy. And I said, listen, that's refreshing. Because I know how to work yeah. hard. But what I want to know is if I do this and I grow my network and I like, is there going to be some kind of a payoff for me in the end, right? I can work hard. Yeah. That I got yeah. figured out. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. she looked at me and said, yep, that's exactly what this is. In fact, it'll be the hardest thing. And she wasn't kidding. Growing your network is not easy. But I look now, Hillary, and one of the reasons why I am a connector which is so interesting because so many people will call me and say, hey, who do you know who? And what they don't realize is I've met those people not necessarily through a traditional networking event, but through through a network marketing connection because people I think are looking for that. So it's intriguing to me that that was probably some of the best business advice I've ever gotten. Don't drink the Kool-Aid, build it like a business. It'll pay you as such. That is amazing because the other thing is that you are putting into practice every single day networking. Yep. Like that, that's like, okay, get up. I have to do this today, <laughs> this today on my to-do list. I have to hit these five people. Yep. And but you're not, you're not doing it in a way. A long time ago, I received really bad advice <laughs> on networking. It's so bad. It was like, just you know, just DM them. Just show oh up in their, you know, DMs, like, hey, hey, and ask for what you want or whatever. Like, you know. And, and very, it, it was thinly veiled, mm-hmm. do your research mm-hmm. and then pretend mm-hmm. to care and whatever. And it was working for this particular person, but it made my skin crawl. Yep. And you know, it's, you actually have to give a shit <laughs> about this, don't you? That's a secret. That is absolutely <laughs> the secret. And so I'll be honest with you. The first MLM that I got into was a great place for me to learn. And the woman I got into, I owe her you know, it was amazing, right? The people I can look back and go, oh, this person influenced me and this person influenced me. And then I read this amazing book, um, The Go-Giver by Mm -hmm. Bob Berg. So good. It is not a hard read, people. You can read it in like a day, like not a hard read. Simple, simple, simple. And it talked about the five laws of stratospheric success. And very simply, it is give before you ask, period right? Be known as a giver and focus not on your net worth, but on your network. So the the theme was beginning to continue in my life. And I was like, okay, I'm paying attention universe. You know, I'm seeing what's going on here. And uh, that actually meant that once I finished reading that book, I actually left that network marketing company and said, I don't love where this is going. I'm not being encouraged to build in a way that suits the way I'd like to build this give first and ask later. And I interviewed to join the Zija, which I've been with since. So it was definitely a progression. And so I would tell people that, that, you know, a network marketing company is not a family. I have a family, mm-hmm. right? She's three mm-hmm. and a half. I love her. That's my family. Mm-hmm. However, I will create great relationships with people, yeah. right? That have a beginning, a middle, and probably an end because people are reason, season, lifetime right? And the lifetime ones are hard to come by. But reason people and season people, you know, you treat them well, and they'll pop in and out of your life for the rest of your life, right? Yeah. 
it's daunting too. It I think for for people to to hear that one, like I need to do this. Mm-hmm. Two, I need to do this on such a level that I'm creating a deep relationship. Yeah. I think that's intimidating for it people is. to go. I, well, they'll say, well, my marriage is falling apart. Well, my daughter doesn't talk to me. Well, you know, what? how am I supposed to, with the basis of, of my history, create something deep? Yep. And so I like that you're reframing that into something that's possible for everybody. And it's not predicated on what kind of success relationship you've had in the past, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's on like, this is what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And this is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. But then it also, I want to talk about scarcity mindset mm-hmm. for a minute too, because I think this other thing that people listening will be going, well, okay, that's great. But if I'm so selective, which you should be, yes, you really should then they're thinking, well, I'm going to walk away from opportunities. No, and I would say the opposite is absolutely true. And I love that you brought this up, Hillary. And you can tell by my voice, I just got really excited. Um, no, because I've done this. Okay, so in my first company, I did well, right? I, I I was driving the car. So if you are no MLM at all, I was doing okay. The second time around, I also got the car. And because I was not selective with the people I brought in, there was an impact on that. And I'm not saying that they were bad or I was bad, but there was an impact because I did not match up the people I was, you know, recruiting the way I was recruiting to those inner value piece. I was not yeah. selective and it cost me. And I think anybody who's owned a business for a while knows that you bring on the wrong employee, you know, you do that wrong venture, it costs you. And so this time around, yeah, when I'm, you know, I don't do a lot of recruiting anymore. I am right now, obviously, because CBD is such an opportunity. And so I'm taking advantage of that. But even in that, I'll be honest that sometimes I scroll through my phone and I go, do I actually want this person in my business? I go look at people's profiles when they're referred to me and I say, do I want to call this referral? Does their yeah. Facebook match up? And I got a lot of flack about that, you know, a couple of times when I was looking for, I still have the event company and I do very selective events that line up with my values. Otherwise, Hillary, I get tired. I'm an introvert. Can you believe that? So if I do things that are not in line with my values, I get tired, right? People tire me out if they're not in line with what no, I, I need. <clears throat> yeah. I think, I, think, I think you're an extroverted introvert. There's, there's, like a, there's a hybrid and I'm kind of like that too because peopling is exhausting. Yes. But but going deep into your passion and your focus and meeting people who meet you on that level yeah. is not exhausting. No. Like it just fills you up yeah. continually. Yeah. So that's been, you know, significant and crucial. Um, and so really being choosy that I'll tell people like, look, I'd love to bring you on board. I need to meet, whether it's on Zoom or in person, depending on who they are. I want you to look me in the eye. You need to ask me some tough questions because I bet you you've tried an MLM before. And I want to make sure that our, you know, that we line up. And if you're just going to be a customer, great. That's awesome. You know, here's the link. And if you're thinking, ah, this could be something I could grow my network with. And I kind of want to do this in my life. And I kind of want this to be a a plan B to help me get there. I want to know that because that's so much easier to support people because we go back, you know, to how we started the conversation, Hillary, of I want to help people. And I'm learning that boundaries on my time, on my energy, because ultimately the one who pays the price for me not putting up good boundaries is my daughter. And I'm just not willing to compromise that, you know, anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And you pay that price oh, too. I do. Absolutely. Yep. So I'm learning that boundaries are, are, are not like, they're not punishments. 
Boundaries are there no. to protect, right? Both the other person Boundaries and are, me. They're a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. They're a, they're an excellent thing and they need to be that also needs to be practiced. For sure. Yeah. Because otherwise if we don't practice them, then we start getting afraid of that confrontation. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to dive into networking one, two, three. Deal. So if if I am fresh out of the shoot, right? Into the entrepreneurial yep. world, like I'm newly born yep. and somebody says, well, you need to network. And I'm like, great. great. Where do I start? There's multitudes of social media platforms, different people. Who do I stay away from? You know, that type of thing. For sure. Honestly, if it's in the online uh, realm, I would say go and find uh, some of the ones that are doing it really well. They're not hard to find and and watch what mm-hmm. they're doing. So model, right? Which is a well-known practice of if you don't have the skill yet, just watch, right? So go and do that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then show up where those people are. Too many people, I think, try to get to know the networker, the, the influencer too fast. And the, you're going to have the most influence with the ones who influence the influencer, which is their inner circle. And those kind of people are the ones you want to get to know. If it's in your local area, find, you know, go online and figure out where the local meets are and just show up and be open to meeting people. So stop thinking about, I have to go today and sign up somebody. I have to go today and meet somebody who's going to buy. That probably won't happen. There's usually a six to nine month gap between when you meet someone online or offline before they trust you enough to refer you or buy from you. So yes, I know. And I I know the person who's like, oh, I needed, you know, I needed a quick fix. There is no quick fix. However, if you want this to move faster then you do too, you have to meet more people faster and fail often, fail forward and fail fast. Yeah, and you better have a foundation <laughs> yes. too underneath you. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to be free falling. You are free like falling. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and and honestly, YouTube is an incredible resource. You look at like yeah. go to a TED Talks and learn how to talk to people. One of my favorites is Brian Tracy. He's got the Psychology of Selling. It's old school. Some of it's going to make you roll your eyes because it's very old school salesy, but the transition language is in there. So good. So good for learning how to do that. Go watch some of the body language reading. That way you can be, mm-hmm. you know, not be that person in person who's interrupting a conversation. You don't know which conversations are open to you, which ones are not. Show up and rather than saying, hey, I'm so-and-so and I'm selling this, show up and say, hey, I'm new. I have a new business I'm excited about. I need to meet some great influencers. Can you recommend somewhere? You know what people love to do? They go, oh, welcome. That's really cool. What's your business? Get people asking yeah. you questions versus the other way around. Right? Yeah. Abs- yep. And and when you put yourself out there like that and you're not saying, I want you to buy anything, mm-hmm. I want you to read anything, I want you to, because we all know those people that show up in our DMs, <laughs> right? And they're like, hi, you just friended me. And so I want you to like my page. Yep. And then here we're having the special. I'm like, literally. Mm-hmm. That is like, I, I don't. I, I could get very crude here about what that's like in terms of dating mm-hmm. and how the date term, mm-hmm. you know, works out. But it, you don't want to do that. I mean, and I think that comes from people with social anxiety. Well, like they don't know. Yes, they don't know. And my response is usually, "Hey, great to meet you. Can I ask you a question?" And they get excited because they think I'm going to buy from them. And then I say, <laughs> "Does this form of guerrilla marketing work for you?" And I don't mean that to be as rude as it sounds, but if you'd like to know how to actually convert on Facebook, message me because one of the things I'm branching into now, Hillary, 
is teaching people how to network offline and offline or online and offline. Oh, yeah, and, you know, I've teamed up with one of the ones, one of the gals that you know, we'll have to do another podcast about that and have her on here with me. Mm-hmm. But we're teaching mm-hmm. people how to effectively use the platforms that exist to talk to mm-hmm. people. That's it. And get your message that's- out. But that's perfect mm-hmm. because how we have communicate mm-hmm. or how we communicate today has changed. It has. Yep. Absolutely. And so it's kind of like we're coming in with old rules. I mean, and this applies to what you said about advertising yep. too, which is like there are some older methods, yep. but you know what? People haven't changed. No, they haven't. The need to connect hasn't mm-hmm. changed. Why we buy hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. It's all emotional. Yep. So I think that's really fascinating. And then you're just kind of spinning these applications on their heads to leverage what they can do for you. Well, and it's like you mentioned the Living in Edmonton page. And the reason I started that is because, um, you know, having been, it's weird, Hillary, because I, for me, I still feel like I take myself to school every day, right? I'm, I'm showing up with a learning mindset. I have so much to learn. Um, I yeah. think I know is the opposite, like that's when you start dying, right? In your business or otherwise. And so, oh, yes. you know, I'm showing up to say, I don't know, I need to learn. But I realized that people were calling me and saying, do you know, do you know, do you know? And I was like, I need to put this kind of stuff on Facebook because I need to be really yeah. good with my time and have a place where all that's put there. And because I love my city, right? And I want yeah. other entrepreneurs who don't know how to, to have another access point to go, this isn't about me selling you something. This is a platform for me to say, hey, if you live and work and network in Edmonton, then you need to show up here with me. And we will talk about each other in a way that results in income for someone else. You know, and I love that because I think that's a to-do list for people. Mm-hmm. That's a to-do item for people right mm-hmm. there. You want to be an entrepreneur or you, you're getting your business up and running. You could definitely do this as an entrepreneur and say, all right, I live in Minneapolis. So I'm going to be the connecting hub for entrepreneurs in Minneapolis. That is a to-do item for people who are listening, who are like, I need to get out there more. I'm not quite sure. When I got started, Candace, I did go for coffee too in person Uh with someone. And I just sat down and said, I'm new. I'm scared. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I didn't do as much coffee as you did, but I mean, I love coffee. I probably should have right? done that. I've been like, hey, yeah, this is a exactly. great reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think that's um, I think that's amazing. A lot of people don't do that. And so we're missing out on that. So the takeaways for me today are just remember to start somewhere. And you don't have to be you don't have to be good at it either. No. Because you'll keep getting better. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, and don't be afraid to, to hire the coach, right? Don't be afraid. I, I give myself a budget and it's not, and you know what, it's grown as I've grown, right? Obviously the year Mm -hmm. I had Inara, there wasn't quite as much of a budget because I was at home, (laughs) right? But but I commit to at least four things that are going to grow me every year. So whether that's an event and that could be local, right? Like don't, don't worry about, you know, dropping big money to go to see somebody in a, you know, not your city, look and see what's already existing because that's, what's interesting for me is people have been calling for me to do a networking event in Edmonton. And I have resisted for a while, not because I don't have the network, right? Hey, time is so precious. You don't get it back. Right. So I'm like, if I put more energy here, I'm saying no to something else. But I've also looked around and said, there's some great events already. So why don't we show up and support other entrepreneurs? And you mentioned that abundance mindset. That starts by not worrying about 
there is more than enough to go around. There really is. It's a gratitude. It's a gratitude. Yeah. Absolutely. That is the number one key to the abundance mindset. It's so funny you say that because I'm giving a, I'll be doing a, a podcast on that about like, what the heck is the abundance mindset? Yeah. And that is exactly what it is yeah. because you do, you're not even supposed to understand the no. abundance mindset. You just are grateful. You put the value out and then the universe repays you. And that, and, and that is the secret, right? <laughs> like that's And it. I wish more people would get that because somebody said, yeah. um, you know, someone asked me, they said, you're doing a lot. How does that, how does that grow you? And I said, I want to help people. I want to put value out there. Mm -hmm. If one other woman or man listens to this and goes, I'm going to take somebody out for coffee. And that one person gives them a nugget yes. or a referral. That could be the diff. I got goosebumps just thinking about it. that could be the yes. difference <laughs> between them doing that dream and putting out more amazing content or value or gift or whatever it is into the world than anything else. And really, at the end of the day, no one's getting out alive. So you may as no. well make it count. Yeah, we do have to face our fears. We do have to face that social anxiety. And and it can be, you know, it can be hard. It really can. Like, oh, you want me to show up by myself to an event? What am I supposed to do? So what I like to do is make a plan. Yep. I like to walk in and say, these are some prepared yes. things I have ready yes. to say. Okay. And then I like to try them out on someone or my dog yep. or whatever. Right. How does that sound? He's like, Ooh, yeah. that's great. I'm or, like, Thank or you. take a friend. Take a friend. I can't they, count the number of times someone's called me and go, I want to go to the Snapchat event. We come with me. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. Or vice versa. I really want to go to this wonderful. event. So you started. And make sure. <laughs> But, but right, but make sure that you don't just talk to each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. Like support each other as you're pushing each other out of the comfort yeah. zone. Like I'm here. Yep. So, but if you check out that thing that you yep. like, whatever yep. over there, I'm going to be here because yep. I think we, I think we cling to people yes. a little bit too. We have to do a better job of boosting people up to go towards their individual. We do, path. and I mean, one of the things I yeah. would do is I tell someone, "You go on one side of the room; I'll go on the other." We tell people, "Hey, I'm jumping into this conversation because my friends, the other friend across all, they got a great business. This is what they're out here promoting, and we want to get mm -hmm. some business cards. We want to meet the right people." And I found that people usually go, "That's really fun. How do I get involved in that? What did you meet? How does that work?" Yes. So you're going to start talking about value, and you're going to start talking about the experiences that you're having. Before you talk frickin' money, that's the key. Always. Yep. And people just kind of lose that. That's why sliding into those DMs doesn't work. But when you start sharing something, when you start having a commonality, it's so much easier than to segue into, oh, you know what? And I can help you with this or so-and-so I know can help you with this. And I think that that is the magic. Like if we loop all the way back around to where we got started, Hillary, that is, that is the magic, right? I got where I am today because some really great people said, I see you and I'm going to make sure that you get a leg up. Nobody did it for me, yeah. but I had amazing people who got in my corner and said, I believe in you. I believe in you. Yeah. And here's where we need to go. And it's a great gift now. Um, I mean, I'll, I think about an example. Someone said, well, how does that work, right? If you don't necessarily, you know, how do you get paid on that? And I said, you got to you gotta forget that dollar sign for a minute. <laughs> because yeah. I woke up a few weeks ago 
And, you know, stress, that's what we do, right? It got me. I wasn't paying attention, was not practicing self-care. And it was great to wake up and go, wow, I need to support my body today and could reach into my network and say, hey, I need this. I need that. Who knows this? And people just said, sure, let me help. People love that, right? And they had recommendations and ideas. And I think that is really what this comes down to, right? So why am I a multipreneur? Because there are so many amazing things out there that really work really well together because it's not about, you know, them, it's about the network and that takes care of the net worth. And you, everything that you're doing is different though. And, and, you know, and people seem to forget that humans are not just one thing. You're not just a wife. You're not just a mother. You're not just a worker. You're not just a, so everybody's zoning in on um, that we need to do one thing and become the expert at one thing. So if you write a book, it's a nonfiction book, then you're not supposed to be able to write a novel, for example. But we're multifaceted people. So I love that you are embracing that about yourself. Thank you. I've got, I've got the little one who said, you got like 35 minutes, mama. That's all you get. So I hear you. We'll wrap up. It's been awesome having you on, Candice, and so much value coming from you. Um, this was a very deep conversation, and uh, people can take a lot away mm-hmm. from it. Well, thank you. And I thank appreciate you so much. that. It's an absolute yeah. gift and pleasure to be on um, today, you know, because – um, someone asked me, they said, you know what, what if you had all the money in the world, would you keep doing what you're doing? And I said, I'm already living my dream life, right? I am yeah, already spending yeah. so much time with this tiny human. And that's a huge gift of my life to be able to work <laughs> with her beside me, right? She's a good little she's human too. She did very well. She did. Yeah. We, we negotiate all the time. She's, she's already learning how to be an incredible negotiator. And, uh, but thank <laughs> you. She's like, yes, I'm a Nara. Yeah. So anyway, Absolutely. but Hillary, thank you All so right. much for the value that you're putting into the world. I look forward to our next conversation. Yes. Thank you so much. The secret is giving a shit. Don't be afraid of searching for your inner value. So much has changed in our world today, but the importance, as we talked about, the importance of connecting hasn't. And that's actually really good news for people who are chronically ill and disabled and working for themselves, or even if you're a remote worker. How we're working is changing every single day. It's getting easier. There's never been a better time to be an entrepreneur. There's never been a better time to be chronically ill or disabled if there is a good time. But Candace Miley came on today to share her experiences. And I love that she was able to provide such actionable content in what to do, especially with some of those daunting tasks that we seem to push to the background or we just never get around to doing because it's too scary. So if you would like to speak with her about business coaching, learning more about Divas That Care or Empowered Women, please reach out to her at Candice smiley.com. And of course, we'll have all that information on the website. Next, head on out and pick up my book, Amazon bestseller, Six Success. I will be doing a book signing April 18th at the Barnes and Noble in Edina, Minnesota at the Galleria. And I am so freaking stoked, you guys. 
I would love it if you'd get your hands on the book and then leave me a review. That'd be amazing. You can find it at barnesandnoble.com. That's it for today's episode of Sick Biz Buzz. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, be well.